What is good everybody and welcome to Between Frets, a space where female musicians meet and discuss all things music. I am Sean, Shawnee Sean Marshall, and this past week has been starting to get better, getting used to everything during the quarantine with the kids schooling and everything. And the past Easter, I usually don't be home on Easter. Um, I usually go to a family and, and just have a big family dinner. And it, it was just very weird, but there was a first things that happened to me that day um I cooked the lake of land for the first time and I didn't burn it yay <laughs> I made um mashed potatoes by scratch and that's the second time I made that one asparagus and green beans and some macaroni cheese now this macaroni cheese okay it was kind of weird because there was some changes going in there I went to the store and tried to get shredded cheese and all they had was like cubes I'm like how the heck I'm gonna do all that so it went out well. It was a success. The food has been success. Kids love the lamb. Um, my best friend and my boyfriend came and they loved the food. So that's all that matters. <laughs> just in my personal state, my tips here is just, we all doing this together. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. I'm an extroverted person. I don't like the social distancing thing. I'm, I, I'm a hugger. I just want to go out and do some fun stuff. But with the social distancing and closing down movie theaters and bars and restaurants and like nice stuff, but it's hard for everybody. And I know it's very hard, but we all in this together. As long as you keep a positive and especially with kids, they want to go into their schools so bad, but it's like closed schools are closed for the rest of the year. And it's hard. It's very, very hard. So when you have kids, do, um, Come together, do something very positive, do something fun, keep our minds occupied. We all doing this together to stop the spread of COVID-19 and just keep our minds busy, keep our minds focused on positivity and don't stress out. Take a break whenever you can and just breathe, like meditate or do something just to keep your mind at ease. Make sure you follow us on Fret Sisters on Instagram and Facebook and also our YouTube channel. We are now doing video podcasts on some um, certain episodes. If you missed the first one, it's still up with Jenny Jam and two of her friends and bandmates of Pebble to Pearl. That's the first video podcast that we have done and it's been going very well. So... There is going to be more video podcasts and more to come. We're trying to do, we, we're just working some of the kinks and everything. Just get through that. We appreciate a lot of the suggestions, support, and the love that you have given us since we have launched this over the year. Not only for the podcast, the whole Fret Sisters in general. Just keep supporting us. Buy our merch. We do have a merch store. FretSisters.StoreEnvy.com We have everything take a piece uh from fret sisters or from our uh, podcast between frets and we really appreciate the feedback and everything that you've been giving us so i'm gonna stop rambling <laughs> and when we come back i will speak to today's guest she's a bass player from nyc her name is iram Ayon, and so stay tuned And we're back. Our guest today is a bassist from the NYC who performed in a band called Voodoo Highway, which plays like rock, soft rock, 80s rock. 
anything like hard rock, classic rock. <laughs> Everyone, please welcome Iram Ayan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. Um, on behalf of the Fret Sisters, I'd like to thank you for joining in with us today. We really appreciate that. Well, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so we're going to start talking about um, your earliest um, memory in music. Like, did you come from a uh, musical family or just like fall in love like instantly? Um, I guess I fell in love instantly. I didn't really come from a musical family. Um, my family, I mean, none of them played any musical instruments, to be honest. But my cousin is a soprano soloist. Um, I guess I became passionate about music when I was, let me see, 11 years old. By the way, I'm originally from Istanbul, Turkey, and my first memory of music was, of course, listening to some Turkish pop and rock songs. However, one day, um, my brother came home with a tape. His English teacher gave, him, gave it to him, and it was some of the... Um, Beatles greatest hits so it was so interesting to me because first of all it was all in English which I didn't speak at that time I remember the first song in that tape it was help it's a song which has a very distinct intro it just you know storms in with a sudden vocal explosion so that intro just captivated me actually I did not even understand a word from that song but it made me excited and frantic so I became obsessed with it I listened to it over and over and again I still do sometimes, it's one of my favorite songs ever, but I think it started with the Beatles. But I fell in love with the bass when I actually heard. So I had that another hallelujah moment, actually, when I was listening to Zombie from the Cranberries, the Irish um, alternative rock band. So the ending of that song, oh my god, that crunchy bass sound. So the first time I heard that song, the first time I heard that outro in the bass, like, I remember asking myself, what is this instrument? Whatever that is, I want to learn how to play that. So my friends were all crazy about the guitar solo in that song, but the moment I heard that bass, I knew that it was doing something very special, something fundamental. It just piqued my curiosity, and it felt like everything was built on the bass in that song. So since then, whenever I listen to music, my ears are just looking for the bass. My brain is, I guess, wired for the bass. So I think it started with the Beatles and then Zombie, you know, made me really realize that I was made, you know, to play the bass. I mean, I just fell in love, like right there yes. at that moment. It's all about the bass. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, can you um, tell us about your uh, musical um, influences? Musical influences sound cliche, but mainly Red Hot Chili Peppers and Jimmy Kwai. Uh, but if I need to mention any specific bass players, yeah, I would definitely say Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers and Stuart Sander and Paul Turner from Jimmy Kwai. But there are also, let me think, um, inspirational female bassists that I like very much, such as um, Esperanza Spaulding, um, there is uh, Kinga Glick from Poland. I hope I'm not butchering the pronunciation of her name. Of course, the amazing Tal Wilkenfeld. Her bass solo with Jeff Beck, I'm sure you know it. Like, what a stunning performance. Mm -hmm. Just jaw-dropping. And Ida Nielsen. I really like Ida Nielsen, too. So these are just, like, you know, ridiculously amazing bass players. Um, soloistically... Uh, language-wise, groove, yeah, 
like I, I do enjoy you know, being inspired by these female bass players. Yeah, some like female bass players uh-huh. are very hard to find. So, so when they like very right under the radar, thank God for social media because yeah. we actually can yeah. find them. And I did meet <laughs> Esperanza Spalding in person when she came to Ithaca to upstate New York. Um, she gave a concert at the State Theater of Ithaca. Yeah, I was able to talk to her for like two minutes after her concert. And when I told her that I was playing bass and like you should have seen her face, like she got really excited. Like imagine like Esperanza's falling gets excited, you know, after hearing someone just like me, a hobbyist musician, like playing bass. And then she asked me where I was from. And I told her that I was from Istanbul. And then she told me about her concert in Istanbul. Um, she she gave a few like like if I'm not mistaken at least two concerts there. Um, so she tried to say a couple of words in Turkish to me. Uh, yeah, I had a very nice conversation with her, short but very inspirational. You know, I felt connected to her uh, in some way. <laughs> She's really nice. Man, I can, I wish I can see her too. <laughs> Hopefully, when this whole quarantine yeah. is over, uh, were you like self-taught, or you did like you took like school for music? Um, I was ninety percent, let's say, self-taught. I was lucky enough to take a few lessons from Turkey's one of the best bass players. Still, he was a friend of a friend, so my friend uh, from college she introduced me to him. So he taught me some basic music theory, fixed my right hand technique, to be honest, according to him, because it looked like a panicking spider. Um, and he said to me, groove is something I cannot teach you. You got to find your own groove. Um, yeah, I just had a few meetings, lessons with him, not more than six or seven, I guess. And since then, I'm just practicing by myself, playing in a band really improved my playing actually playing in a band I learned and experienced my role my responsibilities as a bass player um, so it was it, it's a very enriching experience you know playing in a band but there's still a lot that I need to learn I mean a lot I'm still learning it's like learning languages it never ends it will never end you know well everybody has their first gig um, experience can you tell us yours Oh, my first gig experience. Um, <laughs> it was a cancer benefit show here in upstate New York, July 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. The band in which I'm playing at the moment, they needed a bass player for that show. And the original bass player was out of town or something, I don't remember. So I stopped for their bass player. So I went to the venue very early. I remember I was extremely nervous. I had to learn the set list in a week, like 10 to 12 songs. I didn't know any of those songs before. They were not complicated, mostly 12 bar blues. It's not a big deal. If you're a professional musician, it's actually a piece of cake, but I'm not a professional musician. I'm no near professional. So I was extremely nervous. And the drummer arrived um, a few minutes after me. He asked me how I was doing with raised eyebrows like like that. I Obviously, I looked very nervous. I said, I'm nervous. I don't want to tarnish your band's reputation. And then he laughed at me and he said, you wouldn't tarnish it. You would enhance it. And that made me feel better. Um, so, yeah, the gig was fine. I made, of course, a few mistakes here and there. Um, but actually, before that, I had 
a sort of another like geek-like experience in March 2016 that oh, it just occurred to me now. I was visiting New Orleans with a French friend. We went to a bar to listen to some blues. It was around 2-3 p.m. in the afternoon. There was a band playing there. They were awesome. And the bass player had one of my dream basses, which I have right now. I just couldn't take my eyes off that bass in that moment. So the band took a break. And when they came back, they asked if anyone wanted to request a song. So I went to the stage and I said, I would like to play Trill is Gone by B.B. King with you, if that's possible. They were shocked. The guitar player, the lead singer, like, I don't know how to explain that look of surprise on his face. He said, are you going to sing? Uh, I said, no. He was also getting prepared to give me his guitar. I said, no, I'm not going to play the guitar. I'm not going to sing. I just want to play the bass. The bass player in the back, like he looked at me totally surprised. He said, okay, fine. Yeah. And he lent me his bass. And I was like, finally, yes, I got my hands on this bass. Oh my gosh. So of course, on the spur of the moment, I forgot to ask what key they were going to play the song in. In my mind, it's B minor. I made eye connection with the drummer, so we started, and I started off the song in the wrong key. I had no idea in what key the guitar player was, and it took him like 10 seconds to figure out that I was playing in B minor, and then he switched to B minor. So the very first seconds of that song, like of what we played, it just sounded awful, just awful. It was also my first time on stage, and I also... I was also struggling with the fifth string. You know, I had never touched the five string bass before, before that, and that B string, it just threw me off. But after that initial shock, you know, actually it went very well. Um, like it was an amazing experience. Like I just made that snap decision to go to the stage and tell them, I want to play a song with you if that's possible. I think it's the magic of New Orleans, you know. Now I can, I'm able to say I played blues for three or four minutes in New Orleans and I'm I'm proud of that honestly <laughs> but actually that's you know um when I stepped off the stage that's you know when I realized that I wanted to play live music at some point in my life so yeah it was a it was like an eye-opener to me it was it was just I, I don't know how to put that experience into words it was it was very special it felt really special uh yeah it was magical but since we now like in all quarantine, we have a lot of creativity in mind. Do you have any solo projects in the works? Well, oh, actually, no, I have nothing at the moment. It's sad, but I don't have time for that because after all, music is something I do in my free time. So, um, yeah, no personal projects right now. Well, if you're not doing any music or anything like that, like what did you like to do like in your spare time? Um, so I, um, yeah, I like sports. I exercise regularly. I do cardio and weights. I swim, I play tennis for fun. Um, I used to be a professional ice hockey player, but I'm not playing anymore. I like being in nature, taking pictures of squirrels. I just love them. They are very smart and agile. Um, but yeah, mostly, I do sports and music in my free time, you know, when I have free time, like apart from my job. Oh, that's great. Thank um, you. So we are definitely gearheads. <laughs> so like, what is your like go-to gear? Like your go-to gear when like when you're gigging or anything like that? You mean 
like go to instrument. Yeah, like your like the gear, the brain. I see.、Um, I、uh, mainly play with my Fender Precision Bass, which is a gift for my brother actually, for my PhD. I'm also recording with that bass in our album.、Uh, I also have a five-string bass, the one that I touched in New Orleans, and I have it. It's an Ibanez SR five four five. Uh, which I use sometimes in our gigs for some specific songs, which sound better to my ears with a five-string, and、um, and I have a、uh, so I play with these two basses mainly, but I also have a Squire Classic Vibe '60s jazz bass. That one will always be special because I actually did my first gig、uh, with it. I mean, with the band I'm playing right now, I did my first gig with that Squire. Uh, but recently, I've been just taking it to the gems. Yeah, but it's mainly my precision bass and the five-string Ibanez. Speaking of your、um, band Voodoo Highway, like how did y'all meet? How did we meet?、Um, yes. So okay, so the lead singer and the rhythm guitar player. So she's technically my boss. <laughs> She was the chair of Binghamton University's Romance Languages department when I joined the band. So I'm working for her department.、Mm-hmm. I'm teaching Spanish and French in her department, and I'm playing in her band at the same time. But、uh, it was actually a, it was actually after a department meeting. So Dana is her name. She was talking to other colleagues, and they were having coffee and snacks. So I overheard their conversation. They were talking about music in jam sessions. So I jumped in and asked, you know, what all that was about. And Dana looked very excited and asked me, "Are you a musician?" I said, "Well, no, not really, but I play bass once in a while." And she said, "You should come to one of our jam sessions one day. I would love to play with you. That's so cool, etc." So that's where it all. Started. I went to one of their jam sessions and I really liked playing with them. And sometime in December 2018, yeah, she texted me and said, "Hey, we do actually need a bass player, you know, for our band. Like, we we need a new bass player. So, would you be willing to play with us? I promise it's not going to be too much work because she knew that I was about to finish my PhD. You know, I was working on my dissertation. She didn't." Want to distract me that much either, but you know, joining that band it actually really helped me to organize my time, and you know, I I I was more, you know, aware of the importance of my free time, if that makes sense. You know, I was not up to the level of playing in a band, but Dana debunked my reasoning. So as I said, like the moment I joined the band, my playing improved tremendously. So I would definitely recommend that to everyone. You know, like practicing. If you are not a professional, of course. If you're even if you are doing this just for a hobby, like me, you know, joining a band, playing in a band, that does improve your playing a lot. You do learn a lot from that. It's it's a great experience. Well, that led me to one of the questions. Like,、um, any like advice you would like to give to an artist that's coming out and. And I think one of them is that if you practice, even if it's a hobby, you will get better and better. And joining the band can make you even more better. Right. Craft, right.、Um, I mean, as I said, I don't have much experience, but because I'm not a professional, but we all know very well how male-dominated the music industry is. So, from the moment when a woman takes an interest in music, she enters a culture that is dominated by men. 
you know, whether it's the staff in record shops or the bands in your local pub. I would say, like, especially to female musicians, like, don't let male musicians define you. You know, don't let them make a decision on behalf of you. Follow your dreams to the fullest, no matter what obstacles you may find in your path. Just keep pushing, don't give up, keep doing what makes you happy. You know, keep working. You have to do the work yourself anyway. So, you know, and also the most important thing for helping women is to give them the means and space and the channels, right, to do music and share their music and stories. So say thank you so much for doing these podcasts, actually providing this community to female musicians all around the world. I'm sure these series will inspire um, a lot of you know women around the world so thank you so much I, I would just again i would just say yeah keep doing what you're doing keep, keep doing what makes you happy and don't listen to you know just follow your dreams well that's a great advice to uh share so can you tell everybody our listeners where they can follow, follow you on social media um, so my name is iram ayan and i'm on instagram with the username m E-R-I-N-A-Y-A is actually my name and my family name just spelled backwards. And our website is voodoohighway.com. Sorry, voodoohighwayband.com. Yeah, that, that's about it. That's pretty much it. Well, there you have it, everyone. I'd like to thank Iram Ayan for joining in with us today. And also make sure you follow her on social media and check out the band that she's in Voodoo Highway. Check out their music. And also make sure you follow us on social media and also subscribe us on YouTube. Once again, I am Sean, Shawnee Sean Marshall, and thank you guys for listening. Bye. Hey, Riff Girl, what you got? If you want to learn more about this lick, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Fret Sisters or email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com. Peace and love.